Welcome to Podcast 269, Nice, of Five Star Potential, your weekly football manager podcast. I'm Matt, and on this week's pod I'm joined by Dupe, Joe and Mr Madden. Welcome, gentlemen. Hello. 269, Hello. giggity. Hello. Giggity goo. What is the, what's the, uh, the uh, usual Cockney rhyming slam, Joseph? Slam? Slang, even? A mill for two with a hairy view. That's the one. That is the one. Um, unfortunately, we don't have one of those for you uh, on this week's pod, but we do have our opinions, thoughts, and general adjudication of the main feature announcements that SI have uh, dropped in that big video and then littered us with blog posts and various other bits of information throughout since that announcement. Inevitably, there will be more once this drops that we'll have missed out on, but nevertheless, this is sort of... Us uh, us and our thoughts on the main feature announcement. There will probably be a quiz as well. Will there, Mr. Madden? There wasn't one last week. Is there a quiz this week? Yes. We could knob up a quiz, a quiz for you. <laughs> there is a quiz this week as well. So, um, I guess we should get started because uh, there's there's a fair amount to go through. Obviously, the, the main headline features um, are uh, changes to recruitment, Match AI and animations, uh, licenses, which is a big one, supporter confidence, and the dynamic manager timeline were the the big hitters that were announced. I mean, I'm, I'm going to start off just quickly that these are more anecdotal things that I've noticed. Um, Miles and not having a haircut before PR shoots, handshake emoji. That is <laughs> absolutely a thing. Sorry, Miles, but you know you look a scruff. Um, and, but yeah, that, that's all I had to say, really. Uh, we might as well jump in. Recruitment changes. Thoughts on what we've seen thus far? No, so we, excellent. I'll <laughs> put up the finger. Man. Yeah, I, I, I've spoken about recruitment meetings in the past, like frustration with them. Um, I think the, the frequency, the, I suppose, lack of impact. But, you know, if you do a save that you get through six, seven, eight seasons you know, eventually it's getting very monotonous and repetitive uh, and ultimately ineffective. So it looks like they've done some tweaking in there around recruitment meetings in particular. Um, there is a mention uh, on one of the blog posts about the frequency being a bit less, having them a bit more targeted. From the screenshots I've seen, it looks like there's a lot more options as well um, to really tailor what you're looking for. So that makes me, that definitely makes me happy um, because I found that they just, they just lost their meaning um, overall. And I suppose that probably ties in with some of the additional options around the recruitment focus that they talked about um, and around scouting as well. There's quite, there seems to be a big, big, big focus on, on the whole recruitment element. So again, looking forward to seeing it when we eventually open uh, a beta when it comes out. But that makes me happy because I was pissed off with those before. For a man that makes spreadsheets about spreadsheets, squad planner for me just makes me... I want to say horn. Do you know yeah, it makes me horny, Matt, because I just feel that I feel that my stocks in Google share uh, sheets will now have to go out the window because it's pointless. And everything that I saw there just made me kind of think this is how you plan a squad now. It's very straightforward. It's very easy. Um, and fingers crossed, like I said, we obviously uh, have only seen what we've seen, but it just looks really tidy, really smart. It also looks like another view that you're going to have to do, Joe. Maybe, maybe. Long time podcast, the first time question. Um, what's the spreadsheet you make about spreadsheets? Uh, football manager is basically a spreadsheet, right? No, but yeah. 
It is generically like so. Yeah, and, and I make a lot of spreadsheets about. I mean, I don't open Excel to play football manager, but yeah, go on. Oh, you're doing it wrong. I can't play football. I can't play right, FM. Gotcha. Right. Bullshit statement. That's what I thought. Oh, um, okay. <laughs> oh, that is it. Yeah, yeah. Playing that game today. Bit, I'm so glad like, you're back, Joe. Very yeah, good. Um, <laughs> the bit I liked was I think it was Cyrus said that your your scouts are going to come to you with more knowledge on a player. So it's not just going to be pointless recommendations. I like the fact that there's thorough scouting going to be done before you're offered a player. Didn't they mention as well, Joe, um, not only like in addition to that, let's say if you take over a club, that there'll already be some form of scouting like been done before you got there. I think a lot of the times when you start a new save, um, the, you know, you're, you're obviously starting from scratch uh, in terms of scouting. But I think, I mean, obviously it would happen in real life. There, there's already scouts there who have been looking at a hell of a lot of players. Um, so I think what, they've put. What some, if there's uh, not scouts there, though? Uh, then, what do you reckon will happen? Then uh, I'll just go on the forums and look for. The chairman pretends to be director of football mm. and gives you suggestions. Mm, maybe I wonder. Maybe it's your voice change. I also really like <laughs> the fact that you can you can fuck up a contract now. Um, if you're like, especially if you're trying to cut the budgets a lot and you're, you're cocking it up. And not have to wait six and a half months before you can go back into that player. You can go and renegotiate with that with that agent and uh, kind of have talks with them. So the interaction, obviously, we all know agents are a massive part of football. That interaction with agents seems to be uh, kind of been tweaked as well, which is quite exciting. I feel like there's a lot happening with agents as well in in terms of. I mean, there's a whole section on the website dedicated to the improvements with agents, um, and you kind of touched on it there. Being able to, or I suppose, not having to deal with that big red, you know, reject the contract, don't want to speak about it ever again, because that was, that's was that been winding me up for a long time. Um, but there's other things, like, you can even get the agent involved, seemingly, where for morale issues. So, like, similar to how you'd ask the captain to speak to a player to tell him to stop being a, stop being a dick, I, I, apparently you can start to engage the agent there as well. So I think overall the agents are going to have a lot more of a role, yeah, um, this year. Yeah, and like you said, I think the fact that you can speak to your own player's agent now is a massive thing because that it's one of those things you don't really, I mean, you probably have noticed it before, but at the same time, you kind of go, oh, yeah, like you would go through the player's agent if you're going to offer mm. a contract. You wouldn't just go directly to them and say, oh, yeah, um, do you fancy a contract? Because normally all I'm doing is telling them to sack their agent, so that's going to be interesting because um, maybe you can have an interaction with the agent saying, I'm going to ask the player to sack you. What are you going to do about it? Remind me, um, with, with agents, you know how you have um, you, you build up like favoured staff or personnel um, like through relationships? That is that there with agents already? Yes. Or, and yeah, is they, it, is it, it says um, it's relationship with you, isn't it? Yeah, there's a relationship well, with you. Similar yeah. To it, it, yeah, it's similar to how the relationship with like the news reporters are for press conferences. Ah, okay. Um, my significance there. Interesting. Going back to the squad planner thing, the thing I really liked about it was being able to add people from shortlists, not mm. just it having to be your players in your like in your squad or in your uh, youth teams, which is quite cool. It would be nice if you didn't have to have them as a shortlist, and you could just add whoever you wanted, just so you can see this uh, like projected squad. Um, and it would be quite nice if you could even export the view. That would be incredible, just as a, you know, as a way of sharing your plan 
somewhere um, with with as little effort as possible rather than just screenshotting. It would be quite nice. Um, even if it is like like for the people like Doop who maybe still want to retain some usage of spreadsheets being able to export that. I know some views do still work where you can still export to to spreadsheets or at least to XML and then drag it into a spreadsheet, but some don't always work. So it'd be nice to see if that does work and, and how well it does work. Or you, or you can just work. take a photo on your phone. I mean, yeah, yeah that does work, works. but it's more mm. it, it's more the it's more the data side of it, I guess. But anyway, um, I, that was my two cents. I'm I'm a big fan of that squad planner. Obviously, it's I've, I use a notepad all the time, and I did tweet Miles about it, and he said, "Think of all the trees we're going to save." You know, I hadn't, hadn't thought of it like that. Um, so yeah, forest green first save. I like the fact that it's not just one season as well. Like. Yes. That oh. You literally have that planning for three years. Um, and again, it's, you know, you're prioritizing who's going to go where. That's kind of where I've taken the notepad to is having kind of next season and the season after and trying to build that kind of picture of where you're going to go in the next couple of years. Now they've integrated it into the game. Yeah, it really, it should get rid of the notepad. I mean, if you're doing it right, it should, there's no need, no need to have it because it's all there. You can build it. I like the fact that they said it's like your secret notepad as well. So if you're moving players around in your own little order, it's not going to upset players by going, Oh yeah, you're third, third in the pecking order, you know? So it's, it's for you own, like you and you, you only. So I think I mentioned it a couple of weeks back saying about the Arsenal documentary where Edu had it all like up on his wall. Mm. And I'm like, that's what this feels like now. It's in FM. Like you've got everything. Yeah. You can just play with those little markers, move them I around. I do wonder like how much the, like the all or nothings and various other documentaries and being able to see that behind the scenes in, like, impact and change that we haven't seen sort of, well, until these behind the scenes documentaries were things i know we'd have like snapshots but it was never the focus like the backroom staff was never a focus until sort of fairly recently at least the past couple of years um so it'd be interesting to see how much of an impact that's had versus i know si have their own little uh, talks with managers and and coaches but they're the sorts of things they probably wouldn't tell you because it's like tacit information that if you know it you know it but if you don't you don't and so being able to see that it's like oh this is how they build squads out I think it'll be I mean it, uh, the screenshots make it look really sleek it's much more condensed you know you have everything you need for the current seasons ones after um, and it's a lot easier to navigate particularly if you're doing a save in a club where you don't really have any familiarity on the players I know we've always had team reports and things like that um, I think this is really going to allow you to to, to much, much quicker um, get a grasp on <clears throat> how my team looks, where do I need to go straight away in terms of signings, especially if you're going lower league or, you know, unknown players. Um, so I like that. Yeah, I, I, I wonder if it has replaced the old squad depth charts and things like that. Um, but I've, I... I haven't seen anything that shows that they are still there or whether they've been moved or mm. if they've just been hidden or what. So it'd be interesting to see if you get the best of both worlds or whether that's been fully integrated into the squad planner. But I'd, I'd like the whole the whole thing, like with even with the recruitment meetings, where even that has integrated the squad planner and also with transfer deadline day, all of that seems to be... Like last year, there was... 
there had been changes and now we're getting more refinement to those um, even like the I, I even like watching the the headline features video just being able to focus and then you then refine your strategy for that transfer window coming up like a week ahead of it. I think that was kind of a thing, but it didn't really feel like it. Whereas this feels more targeted towards transfer deadline day. Um, so it's nice to see that that has been sort of, I guess, neatly packaged up now and feel like a, a fully fleshed out sort of thought process, I guess. What about the, ma they've talked about an experience matrix. Now I didn't really look into any more detail on it, but there's, is, is it like a categorization system? Is it, this is new, right? In terms of how you're looking at, you know, let's say you've brand new players who are like, you know, de de developing, emerging, I think. And then obviously your first team players and prime peak players. I, I haven't looked in too much detail, but it feels like that's something a bit different or new. Yeah. Yeah. So it's actually under the squad planner tab, which is a new, a new part on the, on the taskbar on the left. Um, and an experience matrix is broken down into develop, uh, development, emerging, peak, and experience. And in those, they're different colors for important, if they're just squad depth, if they're just youth players. Um, and it looks like, it does look a little bit like organized chaos. I'm just looking at the picture on the blog now. But I think maybe once you get your hands on it, you can kind of see, you know, how, you know, how maybe... For me, I guess most of my players are going to be down towards the left because I do like to play with younger players. Um, but it, it does look a little bit organised chaos. I'd like to get my hands on that before kind of reading it. But I was just reading that now whilst you remember. Mm. Well, let's move on then to the match AI and animation changes. Was there anything in particular that stood out for anyone that, that, we've, uh, that we've spotted? There was, I mean, the, the, I guess the standout thing is defensive changes, which have kind of been highlighted quite a lot. I mean, I've seen a lot of chatter elsewhere. People are sort of hopeful for defensive changes. I really liked the, um, like the overview that the match team have obviously got. I put it on Twitter. I, I, I called them proximity lines. Yeah, I like it, yeah. Geek. Um, well, <laughs> <laughs> but I, I really, I, I did like that. Uh, but actually, there was a bit where they were showing players like intercepting the ball, and I'm like, that looks smoother. It looks really clean. But the one that stood out for me was the Buddy Holly chest. I mean, it was a half volley technically. So I know, I know Nick was like really excited to go. Oh, you actually see someone chest the ball and then volley it in. It, it was a half volley, but you know. To still see an animation like that, it, it wasn't clunky. It looked really smooth. So I'm excited to see what they've what they've done because obviously the match team and the animation team, they've clearly done some work together. So yeah, it'd be interesting to see see how it comes out. We've also got a bit of changes into the team instructions as well uh, with the with the low block and that. For me, one of the big ones I like is the cross engagement. You can now tell them to if you want to stop crosses or invite crosses. I guess we kind of did that before by playing your defence out quite wide and encouraging your, your, the, the team to come inside or kind of play narrow and let them come around the back. So it, it may be that that will be diff played differently on the game. But for me, I like the fact there's a quite a big button there that will just say, right, we're going to try and stop the crosses. And maybe, you know, with our Martinez at five foot two, you'll probably need to do that, you know. Get over it and stop mentioning Man United. Um, 
I think, yeah, looking at what we saw there, it looks like it's possibly the same stuff, just rebadged. I don't think there was a lot there. I think um, when I was looking at it, I kind of, unless obviously until you play, you're not going to know, but I think they've just moved some areas around. I think he said as well, didn't he, in the video, that it was to make it make more sense to the user. Yeah, because actually, just saying that now, I'm just, I've just got the screenshot up, um, and defensive width has actually disappeared from our possession. Um, so that's probably what that cross-engagement, like you said, it's just been rehashed to that. Um, that's interesting. I've not noticed that. That's actually disappeared from underneath. Yeah, yeah, interesting. They've tweaked some of the language, like the, the language and the phrasing, I think, as well. It's just small things, but again, it's in an effort to be closer to real life. There is one thing that concerns me a little bit in terms of, you know, this potentially having some form of OP or game-breaking ability. I'll read, I'll read you the small paragraph. Elsewhere in the final third, there are improvements to finishing. Players are now more likely to shoot across goal, find corners, open up their bodies, and take a composed touch before scoring. When they get into attacking positions, they're more likely to cut onto their stronger foot. It sounds lovely. I just have a fear of, you know, like how, how, how do they balance that without that being too much? Trait places shots yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is going to be quite important. Yeah. I get the other thing that I like, I guess to almost counter what you're suggesting there is that I think decision-making for defensive minded players could be absolutely crucial in okay. how well your team actually defends. Whereas so they know when to press or they know when to trigger presses. So although the, the change of language maybe is a bit of a superficial change on the face of it. So it's purely just an updating updating a line of text so that it, the language now fits more with the general footballing lexicon, low block, mid block, high press, etc. But maybe the underpinning changes to the match engine actually have made a difference. So although it sounds like it's not, hopefully it will be. Um, and leading like from that video, it, it did sound like decision-making will be one of the key attributes. Mm -hmm. Decision-making and obviously positioning, like m maybe more so for defensive players than ever before. Whereas previously it's felt like uh, that you can kind of win everything as long as you're pressing high and it, it you know, basically players can just charge around um, and it doesn't matter. Whereas knowing when to lunge in, uh, when to trigger a press when to stay back, all of that may be like the, that will be the difference maker between elite and not so elite defensive minded players. I think definitely that'll make a huge impact with fullbacks. Um, you know, even if you look at real life, that's probably something Trent gets caught out for, right? He sometimes has, you know, he's in the wrong place or he's pressed too soon or too late or whatever it is. So, you know, in, or in, just in, not in, at all. Or just lethargic all. press. Yeah. That's, that's, um, that's the new Gegen press. Yeah. Like we've seen in the past, like fullbacks, wingbacks can be extremely powerful and sometimes even a tad overpowered. But that could be more costly now when they're getting exposed if they don't have that defensive decision-making ability. Interesting. Indeed. Um, moving on then, licenses. This is like the, the fancy thing that they've probably spent quite a lot of money on. Mm. Um, UEFA match experience. Um they all look pretty good. I, I, I think they look really quite fun. Like it's, it's something that they've not had 
ever, even if you've like decided to use face packs, logo packs and everything like that, uh, a new like fresh lick of paint on match day experiences is is no bad thing and Champions League music confirmed also not a bad thing either. When will you They've hear that? They? They, yes, they've got all the anthems. Whoa. No copyright infringement, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> they got a Gazprom one as well. Is that what the old sponsor used to be? Oh, dear. You had to do that, didn't you? When will you hear that music then? Like if you're in a Champions League game? When, when you're playing Newcastle in a Premier League, mate. <laughs> you fucking think. <laughs> yeah, no, but like, is it, you know, I was like, do you open it's the so game when and it's previously, yeah. when you've So previously, when you've had... Like you have the walkout section, then yeah. you get the teams line up. It will be part of that. That's good. It's this just there's is a, the a champions. There, just just like, need a recorder behind that, Joe, and we've sorted. Um, <laughs> I think as well. I'm, I'm presuming it's going to be like at the draw when you mm. walk out, you know, and things like that. This is the moment. I'm, I'm never going to hear the moment. Indeed. Yeah, you're never going to hear it. No. Um, <laughs> Um, but yeah, I, th- I like that. There, there was also there was quite a, in in the video in particular. There was quite a lot of heavy focus on on something that was quite that a lot of people seem to think is quite insignificant. That is the sleeve patches um, for oh, no, all big competitions. Fan. Big fan. The thing, like, so the thing is, I have a theory, and I'm saying this early. Uh, I think because a lot of people were saying, "What's the point? You can't even see them." Ah, you can't see them. Yet, I think this is maybe gearing up for something bigger in the future. So they've they've put this dynamic technology that allows these sleeve patches to adjust depending on the competition you're in, and also add winners patches if you've either won the competition or the league that you've been playing in. So I wonder if that is maybe whether it's FM twenty four, FM twenty five. Who knows? But I wonder if that is in preparation, ready for when there are better quality models available to be viewed and zoomed into. You've gone big there, son. I just thought it was for the changing room when you load the game up. I mean, <laughs> there, there is. I mean, that that they love that the, is the obvious. That that is the ob- like the very obvious thing, or the boardroom. You know, having yeah. shirts on the wall. That would be like that is Blurry that all adds pictures. to the immersion. But um, I do wonder if there are bigger plans afoot. I I could massively just be reading between all of the lines and getting nothing. But F M I T K. Matt knows. The looking at the change in terms of the overlay. You know that you're talking about the match experience making it feel more like the actual Champions League. You know, for a lot of people, it might not feel like this is a big thing, but I, I'm sure for SI, this is bringing them up a notch when you think about FIFA players who are used to that that type of layout, that experience, and feeling like it's closer to reality. So I reckon this will definitely help in terms of new new customers, Things new I, FM players. I, I don't know what career mode is like in FIFA. I've not played career mode in about 12 years. So I don't know if they even had like a cup drawer experience like you mm-hmm. would have in FM or like a a walkout experience because they have that like the match day like the opening screen is this it's quite you know it looks nice for all of all of the things uh the one thing i did wonder about i mean about cup draws there is obviously a heavy focus on the uefa competitions but i wondered whether that would also impact other competitions like the fa cup the efl cup uh papa john's 
Papa John's. Just you know, how how will those draws now look, or will the, they just uh, look how they? In, in, I mean, that is that is a league, not a cup, but. <laughs> so they wouldn't Sorry, my phone's it. ringing it's a fucking pedantic arsehole didn't know the one but <laughs> <laughs> what you got that for Uber Eats <laughs> uh, I mean uh, okay um, but I'm just wondering how, how that is going to be impact uh, impacted or whether it's just going to look how it has done before and be a bit um, or look a bit shit in comparison to the nice shiny UEFA stuff but time will tell do, gentlemen do you think though it's difficult, isn't it? Because I've watched a lot of videos since this 42-minute video, and so many people have said about trying to get the graphics. You know, they don't have to be FIFA, but get there. And I'm thinking, like, with the licensing, they can't be too realistic. And I do get it when they're saying get new players into the game and things like that. If you're getting new players into the game and asking them to play FM, that's hard enough. Having it look like FIFA makes no difference. You know, mm. it just makes that whole gameplay nicer. And I get that. But I kind of think FM's never been about the visual. It's been about the journey. So I kind of, I, I do get it. And I know kind of, I've been I thinking know, of the younger younger audience, you know what I mean, Joe, who are like, it's, you know, people who watch videos I, and don't read blog. you know what I mean? If, if you're trying more. to get your customer base to be younger people, then you're completely, like, flogging FM isn't the way to do it. Mm. Because you know it's probably the closest thing you can get to having a job as a game. Yeah, you need to. There needs to be a gateway drug yeah. that, that is a halfway house between. You're either you either mode. making it like they join up with Pez or something like that, and that's the big collaboration that fucking turns this into like the next gen management simulation with realistic fucking gameplay. I don't see unless. I don't see it. I don't see it ever being that. You know, there's still people that like playing in 2D. So, well, the, the, there's an entire, well, the next generation mm. of people who play FM. They won't have experienced text-based commentary. Like, we, the, we had a whole period of playing FM or Championship Manager where we had our imagination to to decide how it was looking on the pitch. And that so we we've... We've had that. They haven't had that luxury. So I guess maybe we're we're looking at it saying it doesn't matter to us because we're used to, you know, we remember what it, what, it used, what it used to be like an hour day sort of thing. But I get uh, it. I get that. But and then again, the customer base of FM, and I know it's about the younger generation, but everything's about, it's like consuming content in seconds, not minutes and hours. It's mm. like getting their attention that fast. That's why opening packs on FIFA is like it's bang 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 you, you you watch streamers play FIFA and you watch them opening packs and it's like how fast they can get through it it's not about taking in the information they're receiving it's how fast they can get through opening packs like FM isn't that game it just isn't that game so I, I get when people are saying that, oh they should improve what what the graphics look like but is that why you play the game I don't it's think it's definitely it is. not why we play the game but I think you know, I'd say in terms of the but does a, does a, does a, a new uh, I don't know just call me a fifteen year old. Is there a fifteen year old that's going to go? Oh, because that's got FIFA like match engine. Is that going to make me want to simulate being a manager? I think it'd be easier for that fifteen year old to to take to the game because it's similar to what he's used to if he's played FIFA or something. You know what I mean? Why is he not playing FIFA then? 
Well, he's, he's 15. He's, he's exploring the world, Joe. He's branching out. <laughs> but on his computer. <laughs> he's on the wrong sites, if you ask me. <laughs> I'm 36, Joe. I don't know anything about these things. No, I'm with you, brother. I'm, I'm, and I'm, I'm, I'm big on the next generation of people mm. and how, like, especially if you wanted Football Manager to continue. I mean, he's had a, a fucking good run. You've got to look at how, how you develop it in, for the younger generation. But, I mean, it needs drastic overhaul if you want it to kind of be popular and i don't think a management simulation is something that youngsters are going to want to do i think it'll be fascinating as and when i mean i dare say if there is like a a drastic graphical overhaul i'll tell you what does it'd be fascinating to see the like the 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 stats year to year to see if there is a big uplift i'll tell you what does it if you have if you have a graphics engine that looks like FIFA and FM Live. That's what gets the younger audience. Mm. Shorter leagues, playing against their mates. Yeah. Playing, playing against anybody. You know, online F- competition. Yeah. Yeah. And it is, yeah. yeah, exactly that. It's a bit of FPL. It's a bit of, you know, I know you've got drafts, but I don't, I think it needs to be more competitive. Yeah, I think, I, I dare say FM Live was a bit before it's time, well before really. it's, and yeah. fuck me, how good was it? Well, it, it's very much like you just said. It just needs to be quick. Uh, so they need to make a game mode that, like you said, is, is just a lot quicker. And I can't see that ever ever coming in though. It just takes it takes way too far away from the actual game. It'll be a, it'll be. A, I don't know. I just I like our little game. I like the way that it works, and I think that. I'd prefer them to be focusing on on certain things and how that works rather than, you know, loading in and, and, and being able to do a save where I can open 14 packs because I've paid 57 quid for, for the FM points and, and that's how I build my team. I just, I don't know, I think it just takes I don't think it would it ever go that I don't think it would ever go that way. But no, I mean, I, that was a bit it, extreme, but you know what I mean. Yeah. There's a world the, for both, though. No, because, because FM in its current guise is not a bad game, you know. Most, know. most people, are, I would get... If you uh, call yourself a football manager player, I would say the average game time has got to be five, six hundred hours a year. Mm. Yeah. Average. Yeah. Yeah. I'd that, probably that's, say. That's some stint. And that, you, you, they're not making a bad game for people to play that long. So if you're then looking at, you know, this game isn't broken and they're refining bits in it, which make it even better. And I know, I mean, Miles has said this loads of times, not going to make FM Live again. But that, that would pop. Oh, he's emoji. Tangent FC. I've never played. I've <laughs> never played was... it. I was never old enough to play it. Oh, sorry, mate, it's honestly, it. honestly, it was it's, for its time. It was too far advanced for what it was. Yeah, it, yeah. But I people think, weren't ready. I think if that was a thing now, if you had FM Live uh, going on PS Five, banger. Yeah, and I could see it. I could see it happen. It is like this is it's the thing is there the there is the potential infrastructure in place now to actually manage it, whereas people were trying to do that on shitbag laptops that couldn't run the the game as it is, and also shit internet connections. Like that was it was twelve years ago for fuck's sake. Mm-hmm. Like internet twelve years ago was nowhere near what it was like now. So the uh, the well, it accessibility that, to it. it uh, twenty uh, was it two thousand nine to twenty eleven? I think it ran from. That feels like it's longer ago than that. But you, you'll be right. You know that shit. 
I think I'm. I think I, at least when I, the place I was working at at the time, it was definitely 2010. So, I was, yeah, 14 years ago. Yeah, would you say 2007? Uh, 2009 to 2011, yeah, I believe. Yeah, because I was around 23, 24, I reckon. Yeah. Yeah. So it's um, released 2008. Uh, shut down in May 2011. So there we go. Fuck it. Get a petition going. Bring it back. Um, Send it to Sonic. <laughs> see what he says. Mm. <laughs> Give him a ring. Um, well, Fucking, that's good for that's, you. That is it's one good. of your best jokes ever. <laughs> I'll let you I'll have that. that. I'll let you have that. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's okay. me, guys. See you later. Bye bye. Well, we, we do have. We, uh, <laughs> 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 we do have two pipe points to to go through in addition to what we've sort of tangented off to. Uh, supporter confidence. Um, anyone, any thoughts on this particular section? Yeah, I think like it's mad nowadays, right? Football, Twitter and all that jazz. I think it is such a massive part of the game and you see that play, uh, people protesting, they put in banners up. Support, uh supporters really can change the atmosphere of how the club feels and all that jazz it is a major part and i think it's good that it's been picked up it's always like we had the social feed not long ago um where we saw it but it never really had an effect i don't think this uh this is certainly going to have an effect and it's quite it's quite interesting to see i i'd looked at it and i looked at a similar thing because i was like i wonder if influence and things like that has a diff has an effect on your marketing so you remember what's the uh, there is a club vision and it says something about like grow commercial commercial, grow commercial revenue or something, something like that. I can't remember what it what the actual terminology is, but I wonder if increasing your your kind of I don't know supporter trust, support influence, things like that, if that has any impact on your marketing. Look, it's it's another thing. It's interesting, isn't it? But mm. I'd hate to get sacked because. Karen in Swindon <laughs> said I was shit manager or something. I leave my mother-in-law out of this. <laughs> I think I'd... When, I Wendy think, from um, Wolverhampton. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it probably would, like, I, I expect to see a lot more sackings happening here. Like, I, I, I'd love to see, I think they've tweeted out how many people have been sacked in FM this year, no, in FM 22. I'd love to see what that number is at the end of the FM23 cycle because... And yet you survived, bloody hell. I definitely wouldn't survive under this, <laughs> if this new thing... They used an like. edited database. Yeah, and they also <laughs> used the editor where it said, make yourself unsuckable, yeah. just saying. And I also know a guy Chairman called Dave who taught me this neat trick. Geordie man. <laughs> Geordie um, man. Has been confirmed by sort of the, the guy who presented the feature in part of the video, uh, Remy Boishiro, uh, that it's only a small portion of the supports profile that will actually be dynamic. So it'll be interesting to see what small portion that actually mm. is. Kurt is um, in the game. Be... <laughs> He's a small portion, isn't he? No, no he likes big portions. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's coming back. The fans spoke. The fans <laughs> nobody said, have nobody said they miss mad. Loads of people is said it, they miss mad. Is, uh, is this my last appearance? Um, sure. uh, you've got you've got Hopefully. a quiz to prove yourself. You'll just wow. be removed oh, from this call, mate. <laughs> <laughs> That's how we roll. Um, 
But yeah, there's not really an awful lot to to cover over supporter confidence. I don't think at this point. Looks um, pretty. Until we get, it does. It does look nice. I, I think. I think it's probably one of those features that this is like the the first iteration, and then FM twenty four, assuming it's a thing, uh, we will see that refined further. I'm going to go a little bit. No, not not off script, but I'm going to mention the U word again. But Ten Hag come in and he swapped the dugouts over in the stand, right? So um, the we were we swapped the home and the away, basically. I wonder whether down the line, because it states here like hardcore core family, whether you'll be able to move with the fans. Like if you put like the singing section in, or you know, like like the cop, they've got the the hardcore fans behind one end of the goal, which they attack second half. Whether, whether that's something might, like you said, maybe FM 24, 5, I wonder 6. if, I, I feel like whilst... Big, big I, manager I, decision. I, well, yeah, well, Ten Hag did I, it, you know. Yeah, but I'm, I'm wondering if you're, I, I don't know if that's just like the actual stadium graphic is like a pie chart or actually where they oh, s- cool. like yeah, congregate. Oh, that makes sense. So, I mean, what you're suggesting is actually not a bad idea, like to actually, like, just in terms of actually make it a, like an interactive thing that you would get to a certain level of trust and you're like, able to suggest changes. Not obviously what sponsor boards go where or anything like that, but because that can potentially enhance or deteriorate a performance of a team, it, it's not the worst thing I've ever heard. From me. Cheers. That's the nicest thing you've ever said. Is there one more point, Matt, or should we talk about that feature request, as Duke just said it, that I think I'm going to put on the on the forum? Um, there's the dynamic manager timeline, which is like the nice, pretty thing that you get at the end of the season review. Do you know what? I was going to stick that on Instagram, right? Because I was like, I know where they got this idea from. That big mural they've got on the wall in the office. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, I'll, I'll it, do that in the morning. It's nice for content creators. <laughs> people that want to kind of make content out of it I don't really see Again, any other benefit making it look aesthetically pleasing where they can like the graphics side of it again it's it's not there whereas all these extra little bits like the um, Champions League Europa League Conference League it all looks nice and again that timeline I think it was one of Ben's videos where he said it'd be nice if you could add things to your timeline yeah, mm-hmm. that's good. So obviously where Your it comes milestones. Up, yeah. And I think that that's I was like, yeah, that's a really good idea actually. If you can just tick add to add to timeline, I think that would be Because pretty, you do you cool. do have similar sort of like you have like it's kind of the inverse, but you have the save like career history after they retire. So surely there should be that you know, they've had a mechanic to add to like create mm-hmm. note or add to notebook thing for ages. So it'd be nice to actually have something like that. So you can there's been a lot of emphasis this year on it about manager story and about the, the the general save narrative and making sure that you feel that you are immersed as much as possible. And those sorts of things, whilst re- relatively minor, do help because it allows you to make it your own. And and any any way that the game enables you to do that even more easily is always a good thing. We've spoken about it before. Like, it would be nice to have a bit more to look at your overall manager profile rather than save specific. I know this one is is obviously probably going to be save specific. I think, but it'd be nice to think this could fuel kind of a, a broader. You know, here's you know, like if you what do we say with Dupe? He did twenty twenty two saves or something, or twenty two clubs managed, and that obviously wasn't in the same save universe. Something like that. Yeah, on that later, yeah. 
it would be the what would be nice to see and again i haven't we won't know until we get our hands on 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 the beta but it would be nice to see if there has been any improvement on manager profiles and how those are displayed and whether it's easy to actually like record your attribute changes throughout your career. Like if you start at the bottom, how much do you improve with the badges and with your experience as you go on through the game? Um, it's always been one thing that I felt that the game has lacked, both on the staff side as well as players. Being able, it has got better that you can track players, but being able to just have like a snapshot in time. This is what this player looked like at 18. And then you go and then you can look at every year. It's a set determined time. Uh, it just takes a screenshot of that player at that time. So you can you can go and look back to see how much they've improved. Um, it'd be quite nice to have something like that. Um, but Joseph, you had your big, big idea um, that you're going to shove on the forums, which I'm all for, by the way. I, I think, and I, I kind of, I thought about it and I went a, another step further. So like, obviously the guys at FM, this, they could fucking take this to infinity levels. But it was when they went squad planning, it's going to be in the game, get rid of the notepad. I was like, why don't they give us an app that we can get on our phones or our tablets so we can mess around with our tactics, mess around with our squad planning, mess around with our scouting. Because they had FMDB, the app previously, mm -hmm. so they had all the players in this app. And then I kind of thought, oh, what well, if you took it one step further? Like you could play, you could try tactics out, you could do different things in this app, like by using FM Mobile or FM Touch just to test it. Like little things like where, you know, people will be at work and they'll be jotting down, oh, this is a tactic I might try out or something like that. Have the app, do it on your phone, do it on a web app. Yeah. I was like, if they're putting a the squad planner in there, let you do some more of your management when you're when you're on the go. Yeah. And I just having, thought, do you know what that having a companion app would be absolutely like that would be I you know you were saying about like getting people involved. Yeah. Like how many people Dave's age sit on their phone at work doing Candy foot, Crush all day, well Candy Crush or or they they're doing the like, opening packs on their yeah. phone. FPL like and stuff. You, you, if you but if you had something like that that's easily accessible, so that you can tweak things whilst you're talking to your mates in your lunch hour or whatever, um, and make it easily shareable. But then, even if it's not fully integrated back into the game, but there is a way to integrate it. Even if it's just like import data from app yeah. or what, whatever it is, it doesn't have to be fully like working right off the bat. But I, I've wanted a companion app of of sorts for a long time as you said for scouting cuz like when I, when i like when i had a proper office job my what i would do is i'd have team viewer or log me in or whatever the or even google like remote desktop and i would be remoting in to my pc at home and scouting when i had when i had a quiet bit of time in the afternoon and so that's how i racked up like 2000 hours on a save because it was just always open regardless when i was at work be good, so i could it? Yeah, but I mean, like, even if you just if it was saved to the Steam Cloud and there was a way of being able to access it on your phone or tablet or, or whatever, it, whatever it needs to be on any device that you can mm -hmm. just go into it and access it. And I, I love the thought of going. Do you know what? I want to try a free at the back tactic. I'm I'm going to play it in touch or in mobile or something like that, just to see what it looks like. So it doesn't. It can just be a complete dead rub. It doesn't need to be just to kind of go. Oh, with these players, what does it look like? You know, and just just something to mess around with. And like you say, for scouting for just having general ideas, 
you could have your own little diary on there if it's like, oh yeah, do you know what? I want to go and scout the under twenties championship or something like that. Just like little little things you think of when you're not in the game. And I know it's double nerdy, but I mean that's why we love this game because it is double nerdy. That, the thing is, it would be it would be awesome if it's almost like session based, so that you you log into the app, you do your thing, you, whatever, and then when you get back to the main game, you almost like it it comes in as an inbox item and says like these like it's your personal assistant. Yeah, so they're, they're, again, that, whatever, that, yeah. yeah, these are the things that you've set you wanted me to bring you, and then they're there they are for or, you or vice versa when you've got your yeah. inbox item you know the little red flag on outlook save mm-hmm. that for later and then you just do it on your phone like that, go yeah. through and do your admin <laughs> but but have it having that genuine like proper integration mm-hmm. between the two like two mediums or multiple mediums would be amazing um and also in term in like you could even extend that so if I mean, I know we are properly spitballing now, but I'm just like, you've got the juices flowing now, Jay, then this is what happens. But you could have, like, I- I've wanted for a long time to have, like, a second screen for FM. So you have your match view, and then you can almost have, like, a, like you have the touchline tablet, but you can have that as a sep- separate screen with stats and everything like that as a, a pullout from the match. So you can ha- just watch the match full screen, but then have this as a separate thing. But if you had that in a companion app, you could, a- you could then be viewing your like your assistant manager's feedback or whatever tapping the screen going, I'm not fucking overrunning the midfield yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but having having all of that would be like again it takes that level of immersion to the next level whether people would actually use it you know you'd have to find out put it in to find out but they made I mean, FMDB there, come on I mean there's, there's, there's two <laughs> people here at least that would would use it so guilty Four people then. Wicked. There we go. Let's let's get the feature in and the petition started. We're coming for you, Miles. Um, lovely. Well, that rounds that discussion off. Uh, hopefully you've all found that interesting wherever you are listening to this. Uh, we do now have a quiz from Mr. Madden. So take it away. It's time for the quiz. Yes, boys, we're going to do a little game of how well do you know FM22 now that we're coming to the end of the cycle. Um, you won't be together. Before you accuse me, and I think. <laughs> you, no, you won't need it. Um, so we're not going to put you together this time, lads. You know, we're going to split you up again. Basically, I've managed, to, <laughs> I've managed to locate 10 attributes uh, in FM where only one player in FM22 had a 20 rating. So I'm going to shout the attribute and I'm going to be looking for you guys to shout your name and give me the player who you think has a 20 attribute and is the only one that has 20 attribute for that. Attribute. Post goals. Post goals. So Aaron we shall start with the first <laughs> one. <laughs> Mudded. <laughs> Corners. Joe. Joe. Trent. Boy. Incorrect. Doop. Doop. <laughs> Ward Prowse. Correct. Always a good chat. Point for Doop. Next one. Tackling. Doop. Doop. <laughs> you all get a point for that. <laughs> Third one. Passing. Joe. Joe. JWP. Incorrect. Doop. Doop. De Bruyne. Incorrect. Joe, Messi. Incorrect. 
Do Modric. Incorrect. Joe. Joe. Tony Cruz. Tony Cruz gets him the point. Wow. Well done. Number four, heading. Dupe. Dupe. Harry Kane. Incorrect. I thought he was going to say Harry Maguire then slab it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Oh, dupe. Dupe. Cristiano Ronaldo. Incorrect. Oh. Matt looks very puzzled at this moment. I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> well, previously, I probably to... said someone like Menzukic or something like that, but. This is not Menzukic. Dupe. Van Dyke. Incorrect, but correct position. Dupe. Dupe. Chiellini. Incorrect. Joe. Joe. Sergio Ramos. Correct answer. Well done, Joe. Another point. Sergio Ramos, the only one with 20 heading in FM22. Number five, free kicks. Dupe. Dupe. James Ward-Prowse. Correct. (laughs) (laughs) Number six, command of area. Nerd. There's a nerd in my ear. Donnarumma. Incorrect. Dupe. Dupe. Noya. Incorrect. Oh. Joe. Joe. Courtois. Incorrect. See, if this was the 90s, I'd say Schmeichel. <laughs> Incorrect. What, I can tell you that Casper. Matt's guess was probably the closest of the, of your three guesses, if that wants to give you, just to give you a little clue. Joe. Joe. Edison. Incorrect. You went Don Aroma, right? He did. He was over Italian. Oh, I thought you meant Michael. Nerd. <laughs> Nerd. Buffon. Buffon gets to the point. Well done. Uh, uh, there's the assist, Matt. <laughs> there it is. I didn't hear what you said because uh, you're about a million miles away from your mind. I'm close. <laughs> so close. Number seven. Crossing. Dupe. Dupe. Tellez. Incorrect. Joe. Joe. Trent Boy. Incorrect. Dupe. Dupe. Prousey. Incorrect. Joe, KDB? Incorrect. So I can tell you that this is a right wing, a right side of midfielder, right winger. Dupe. Dupe. Mares. Incorrect. I can tell you this player currently, I believe, is without a club. And has been floating around FM for a long time. Without a club. I'll give you another clue. Dave, as a party, would like to sign this guy, I'd say. Probably has for many versions of FM. Oh, um... I know it is. The Portuguese guy scored the wonder goal at fucking World Cup outside of the boat. What's his Charisma. name? Can we have that again, Joe? Ricardo Charisma. Ricardo Charisma, the only one go. with 20 crossing. In That's not where my mind went when you said Dave would like to sign him. I've just gone for the <laughs> Portuguese thing. Oh. We'll give you a half point each, lads. <laughs> Do have to get there. Um, right, number eight. That's like normal. <laughs> 
Kicking. Dupe. Dupe. Edison. Correct answer. Gets you a point. This quiz is going to be tight, lads. Number nine. Finishing. Dupe. Dupe. I'm going to go with Messi. Incorrect. Nerd. Nerd. Lewandowski. Lewandowski gets you the point. Well done. That's who I would have gone for. And the final one, number 10, so the final attribute with one player having a 20 rating is balance. Joe. Joe. Messi. Incorrect. Dupe. Dupe. Neymar. Incorrect. More confused faces. I feel like this is an, like a weird one. Yeah. What nerd. I would nerd. Modric. Incorrect. What I would say is probably don't kind of think about balance and center of gravity is probably being different things, you know. So because uh, yeah, we're leaning towards slightly smaller, faster players. Dupe. Not necessarily the case here. Dupe. Oh. Okay, your last bit. Uh, I'm going to go Lukaku. <laughs> Romelu Lukaku gets him the point. Well done, Dupe. Great shot. What? You got it. Lukaku. Nah, nah, genuinely. Yeah. I just said that as a joke because he falls it's over all the time and he's terrible. It literally shit. is Romelu Lukaku. He has 20 balance in FM22. Mad, I no, honestly. <laughs> Even when he takes the piss, he gets it right. Three, that's your lot, that's well done. I can tell you that. I mean, Kurt, you ain't got nothing to worry about here, is he? <laughs> <laughs> I can tell you that we have a tie because I gave you half a point each. Uh, and I don't have a tiebreaker because there was only 10 attributes. There was literally only 10 I could find. Um, so today's winner is friendship between Joe and Toop. Sorry, Matt. I'll say who's got... 20 aggression and 20 tackling or something like that. I'd have to Pablo look. Perez. That would be a great one. Pablo Perez. Do your research next time. <laughs> Walter Kahneman. This is, is there a next... I didn't think there was a next time, Joe. Sorry, I was bowing out with a... Fair point. Well presented. A bang. I wouldn't yeah. say, would say you're bowing, mate. <laughs> you bombed that quiz, mate. Cheers. Wow. It's horrendous. <laughs> You can tell anyway. you've got a two-day hangover. Yeah, it's, uh, it's a slow day. Two days. <laughs> anyway, that brings episode 269, nice, to a close. You can find the links for each of us in the podcast description or by visiting fivestarpotential.com where you can find all our latest Football Manager content with much more soon to be released with FM23 on the horizon. Five Star Potential is available on iTunes, Spotify and most other popular podcast apps and platforms with a new podcast released every week. Thank you all for listening. There will be more from us next week. Say goodbye, folks. Goodbye. Goodbye, folks. See you next week.